All conversations and information exchanged during What If Nothing's Wrong podcast with Heidi Haddad, LCSW, are intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please do not confuse this with treatment, therapy, or psychotherapeutic advice or guidance. The information on these podcasts is supplemental and not meant to interfere with the therapeutic work between you and your professional therapist, counselor, or psychiatrist. Please understand that Heidi Haddad does not maintain the role of your psychotherapist, but rather offers an educated, professional perspective from that of a licensed clinical social worker. When your anxiety is crippling and you're stuck inside your head, find your joy, find your joy. When your man won't touch you, but you want to have a baby, find your joy, find your joy. When you're walking down the street and you get punched in the face, find your joy, find your joy. When you want to fire a bazooka at your neighbor's barking dog, find your joy, find your joy, find your joy, find your joy. So hi guys, and welcome to What If Nothing's Wrong, the podcast that asks the question, what if nothing's wrong? And that is a question that I have to ask today. I'm joined today, as always, by the amazing Heidi L. Haddad, a woman who does not have a Buddha sticking out of her head. Oh, there it is. I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And who just had a a big birthday and is going to be um, not talking about that, I don't think. Sure, her eyes got big when I said that. And by the beautiful and and talented uh, Ronnie Whaley, who lumpy necked has probably, hopefully, had the worst two weeks of his life. But we think he's coming out of it. And me, Nelsie Spencer, whose lipstick, of course, matches her sweater. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. That was very lengthy. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) It's been a long time. I had a lot to say. So, uh, Ronnie, do you want to show him your lump? Yeah, I mean, yeah. This okay for this those of you PSA. who can't see, Ronnie is turning sideways. Is it and bad? It's pretty bad, honey. It's, it sticks out. Also, he, it well, was also much worse. He shaved. He shaved a piece of it, so you can really. It's really pretty. I had to shave but, it. Yeah, he, but he, yes, there's a big lump on the backside of his neck. You know where which your looks head, beautiful. Where your neck should we go don't judge. in. Where your head should go in and meet your neck. His goes out. <laughs> so. It was so much worse. You know how, like, right now it's the size, of, like, it's like a tiny ball, right? That's like the size, like, a, what, I don't know, you... like a, a little dice or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It used to it? be, like, the size of a jawbreaker. Like, it was like, like oh, that. Like, honey. it was really big. That's why I couldn't move like that. I mean, it really it sounds like my friend knew what she was talking about, that infectious disease doctor yeah. who said, we can FaceTime. I will happy, happily zoom in with him and see what's going on. <laughs> well, I also like she's immediately passed out. I need to charge my phone. Uh, <laughs> Ronnie, she's not going to uh, let this go. She's not going to oh let Oh my God. Go. Well, I saw a doctor in person <laughs> and, uh, not that I don't know. day. He didn't. What not did that they say? day. Not that day. Well, they said, I've, you know, <laughs> like I told Heidi this, but I mean, you know, I've been on antibiotics, two different types of antibiotics for the past two weeks. Yeah. Um. I told him what I was on, and he was like, "Oh, that's that's weird. I would never prescribe this antibiotics for a skin condition. This is something I would give if you have gonorrhea or an STD, right? Uh, like yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. you still have a Doxy? lump. You both that and the first one. And it's like that's why you still have a lump. That's what he said, right? Wow. I don't want to get. I'm not the doctor. All right. I'm not. 
I'm not the guy. Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Is, is, let me get his name. I'll give you his number. Well, are you so? Are you on a third type of antibiotic now? I'm now on a third type of antibiotic for another week, and this is like the biggest pill I've taken, and it's like the strongest, strongest one so far. And um, you're you're jet. You're absolutely better. Am I right? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, saw this lump. huge lump on the back of his neck. <laughs> but no, I, I don't know. I can't absolutely tell. better. But wait a minute. But before you were like horizontal, you couldn't even sit up. So you well, that's the thing. I don't know if I'm. I can't say till afterwards because the first week I thought I was fine, right? And then we did this podcast. And I'm like, oh, it's all great. And then three days later, it got really big again, and it came back even stronger. the The infection came back even stronger, and it hurt so much more. So I took another antibiotics, and then I was like, oh yeah, it feels okay, but you know, I don't know how like what's going to happen afterwards. So. At the end of the seven days of the second antibiotics, I saw a surgeon and infectious infection doctor, whatever. Infectious you, disease doctor, uh, like yeah. my friend who was exactly. offering her assistance. <laughs> yes. Um, I saw those two people and then now I'm on this third type of antibiotics. And they say if after this week, if it doesn't come down, which he really thinks is unlikely. Um, Decapitation. He yeah, it's, it's like, unlikely it'll come down. No, it's unlikely that it won't come down. Oh, okay, okay. And it's unlikely right. that they have to do anything invasive. So, we'll see. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Poor Ryan. <laughs> you know what really sucks is I haven't been able to do anything. That's the, that's the number one You've thing. You've just been, yeah, just been sleeping, basically. Yeah, sleeping. Um, weeping. Yeah. A little bit of weeping. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Honey. And a lot of ice. Uh, I watch a lot of movies that I don't remember. Um, I do that too, and I'm not on antibiotics. <laughs> Doug and I have been watching this Danish pr- procedural called The Killing, which is so complicated. The plot is so complicated that, you know, we keep having to stop and go, who's this guy? And these all these Danish names. I don't know why we're doing it. Like, I, if I had a 20-year-old... It's, um, it's a series. For some reason, I've, I uh, think that I've seen it. They they have um they did the American version which takes place in like Oregon I think or Washington State. This is the Danish version and it's quite good. And yet, you know, at the end, Doug's like, "Do do you, do you know who did it?" And I'm like, "Eh, kind of." <laughs> it's like ten episodes. Yeah, I think I I think I know what happened. But have you so, guys seen the Lighthouse? I couldn't make it through. So the Lighthouse, I watched it on a fever. And it oh just my. felt like a long fever oh. dream. <laughs> it is a long. I still even remember. When you're it. not on a fever, it's a long fever dream. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! You should be watching like Step Brothers. Or, <laughs> I know. Like, I mean, Anchorman. I've just, been watching just... um, uh, Dope Sick. <gasps> and That's intense. I was halfway through the fr- another one. I was halfway through the first episode. Like this is going to just be too upsetting. Is it's really good though? Is it good? I I like it. It is upsetting. And it also is telling. And then I went to my med, my med, um, med, med I was like my medical kit. I don't have one of those. Medicine I keep cabinet? calling myself a doctor. Yes. <laughs> when I was in medical school, somebody said, yeah, I don't recall you being in medical school. And I said, neither do I. Um, I'm confusing myself with but someone that else. doesn't mean you weren't just because you don't remember. <laughs> That's sadly true. Um, I looked at my medicine cabinet to see if I had any Oxycontin. 
Because um, you were going to take it or no, I was, I was thinking, do I have this? Did someone prescribe yeah. this to me? And yeah. I didn't see it, but that doesn't mean I don't have it. Cause I think I remember someone giving it to me, but I didn't, I didn't go down that dark path mm-hmm. or yeah. did I, I don't remember either. <laughs> You probably don't remember. I'm addicted to it right now. Wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There is frightening. Just a juxtaposition of them saying, we've made $1 billion in sales. We've exceeded that. And then there are like 1 billion people ODing or or, um, just addicted. Thank you. Horrible, horrible addiction. You know, Mm -hmm. opioid addiction is one of the worst because of what the way it attacks the brain, it makes right. the craving worse than, than anything. Uh, right. So, so I've heard, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on the podcast. So, um, uh, Heidi, did you have on last night on Twitter? And if so, what happened? I asked people to describe a situation when they feared they weren't, wouldn't be liked or that they weren't liked by a stranger or coworker or friend. And what lengths do they go to ensure that someone likes them? And uh, somebody did wrote somebody, somebody whose name I will now mention. <laughs> uh-huh. Who was that somebody, Heidi? <laughs> uh, thanks for asking. Well, at Dem for Good mm-hmm. wrote, the words of Dorothy Parker come to mind. In youth, it was a way I had to do my best to please and change with every passing lad to suit his theories. But now I know the things I know and do the things I do. And if you do not like me, so to hell my love with you. Oh, nice. Just leave it there. Dorothy Parker. Kidding. Okay. <laughs> Ronnie's like, what? We're not okay. leaving it there. <laughs> we can leave it there. But, but I liked it. I like that. I could have ended with that. Uh, someone a train three two one four zero five eight three wrote no lengths, absolutely none. Wow! So there were a lot of people who responded by saying that they can't. This doesn't resonate with them at all because it's just not something they ever think about. Wow! Which I thought interesting. Good for them, actually, interesting good for them. slash good. Good. Yeah. yeah. It's you better that you don't worry about it. Um, at Anthony A. Cabrera wrote, people will judge you either way. Just do what's right and don't be concerned with other people's judgments. Do what makes you happy. That's how I approach this. Excellent. Solid. Very uh, solid. Some very healthy people out there. I'm impressed. At Lou <laughs> underscore evil wrote me trying hard to relate, but not giving a beep if anyone likes me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to relate just so you guys will like me, but I don't really give a shit. So I'm not related to this question. (laughs) All right. So Joe underscore positive wrote every damn day. I'm in college studying music and way older, get a worse, yet a worse player than everyone else. And I'm sure my stand partner and orchestra hates me. It really bothers me. Oh gosh. That is. So I read that. It makes sense. What do you mean? What do you say, Ronnie? <laughs> what do you mean? Right? Yeah. No, I mean like totally makes sense. Makes sense to want that person to like you if you're oh, yeah. you know, you're always with them. It's like it reminds me of like a roommate situation. Like if you think that your roommate hates you, yeah, <laughs> but you don't know. Yeah. Actually, I was uh I was reading something about this, like um how astronauts at the space station 
you know, they, ha- they have to stay up there for a long time. And sometimes they then they share that space station with like uh, Russian astronauts, like versus NASA. And sometimes yeah. it'll be one. It'll be like roommate situation. And then they stay up there for so long that just passing by each other, they'll assume that there's a, there's something wrong. This is something this is stuff that's been read in like diaries and stuff. They're, they've been in, up there for so long that they think like a glance would mean something like right. other oh, than they don't yeah. know what it means. But they don't know what it means. Yeah. Right. They're right. just like in their mind. They're in their heads. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. As I was, which is where everybody is past Ivanov. He gave me a look. I didn't yeah. like that look. <laughs> yeah. Or like, oh, did I do something wrong? You know, oh God, and we're trapped up here for another I year. I hope he doesn't like me. Yeah, I think that's exactly. The thing. I think the uh, Ronnie's statement there, did I do something wrong, is the thing. It is the right? thing. Someone gives you a look, or you think that someone's giving you a look, or you feel a particular vibe, or whatever is happening for you, and you think, what did I do? There's never, yeah. it's not, not never. Usually it's not, what's wrong with that guy? It's, what did I do? What did I yeah. do? And that's the question. That's about what if you're, what makes you afraid that someone doesn't like you and what are the circumstances in which that happens? And it's that the narrative, the internal narrative is to assume that you're wrong first. Right. And walk right, right. and take that step versus from the a place of they wrong. Might, right. Versus the fact that chances are they're not even paying attention to you. Right. I mean, maybe exactly. they are, maybe they aren't, but yeah, I think. And I, even if they are, as long as, which is what I said to this person, Joe, that I said, if, as long as you know that you're engaging in a kind way and your, your side of the street is clean, is clean so to speak, yeah. then you can trust that whatever is happening with the stand partner, your stand partner isn't about you and that yeah. it's theirs and that they have a whole story unrelated to you that's going on. And even if they right. do, you are thinking, I don't like Joe, Joe stinks you know, anything like that, that's still theirs. It's still not yours. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do right. anything to create that situation. And Joe concluded this story with saying, thank you. That's something to think about. What I want to know is the, what are, what are stand partners for? They hold the stand while you're playing the music. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stand. <laughs> Why would you need to hold it? <laughs> Excellent answer. <laughs> it's standing. <laughs> I'm, it's already I'm, standing. Want to make sure it doesn't shake. What is a stand you know, partner? That's a good question, right? Is it like a bunker? Well, I, like, no, like I think partner? that you're both using the same stand to play the oh, music. The, oh, is that you, oh. To put your sheet music on, you're both using yeah. the So why same. would someone get mad? Well, like because they're, too, they're like slow? No, it didn't. It just said he, he just, just he did say mad. He just says I think he hates me. Oh, just like just in general. <laughs> He's not yeah. mad. He just hates me. Right. He, doesn't he doesn't like know, me as a person. He doesn't know what I don't think. I don't know. First of all, I have no idea. Joe didn't elaborate on that, but yeah. all that Joe wrote was, I think I'm sure my stand partner hates me. So. Sure. <laughs> oh, I mean, I have to say that I often hear this in in this yeah in this very room. Yeah. Where people are convinced about someone else's perspective or feelings or just let's say perspective or feelings. And how often I say, is it possible if we expand the lens that there might be something else going on? Is it possible that your interpretation of that moment is different than anyone else's in the space? Right. And I would say 
99.9% of the time, the client walks away saying, I guess you're right. I guess that's possible. Maybe yeah. that isn't the, so I play, I almost play the what if game going, what if he happened to be standing there having nothing to do with you? What if he's wearing that coat for, because his mother gave it to him for his birthday? What if you know, when I go through and then I say, I have no idea, but the point is there are millions of other explanations for why this person is doing whatever it is they're doing. Whatever. Yeah. That yeah. is completely unrelated to you. Yeah. One of the things I noticed actually today is that um, I this spend... very here day. On this very here day today, I noticed that I'm... I wonder if my husband's mad at me. You know, I don't know, 10 times a day. He never is, by the way. And so... I realize that that's sort of my default is me worrying that I've got that someone's mad at me. And so I was having this, um, I was wondering where that came from. And I do not know if this is true, but there were two different times in my life where both my mother and my father just sort of stopped liking me, so to speak, you know, where when the divorce happened and this and that, you know, so many different things happened. And my mom just went from being sort of the nice, lovely mom to like, fuck you kids and fuck you too, is what it felt like to me at the time. But I'm realizing, I've realized over the years that she just was doing the best she could. And she was sort of under fire and sort of the loving side of her stopped is what it felt like to me and that my dad similar thing happened so um so can i jump in there just really do. quick just to say that the inter what what i'm hearing is that the your interpretation of your parents going through a divorce and whatever it is that they were experiencing at the time on an adult level translated to the child as there's i've done something wrong they don't like me anymore when it really had right. nothing to do with you it wasn't at all related to nelsie but that's how the tri the child the child will internalize the strife that's happening between the parents. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I and just as an off can I offshoot on that? Please do. Or no. Do you want to go ahead? I can see that you're No, 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 you know, no I have nothing just else to the, say. the offshoot of that is that I it's a conversation that I have with parents often who are going through separation and divorce and how it affects their kids. And not just about there's the modeling piece, but also if you're not communicating with your children and ensuring that they know that that the divorce and the separation and the strife and the conflict has nothing to do with the kid or kids and that, or that they're leaving has nothing to do with them and that they love them and they're safe and they're good. And this isn't about you and that it is, it, it feels, it seems sometimes parents say, does my two-year-old even really get that? Or is my five-year-old? And I say, yes, just say it, mm, just say absolutely. it and say it and say it, let them hear yeah. it, let them hear that this isn't about them. And because this affects them and this is a big change in their lives too. So yeah. no matter how, what the age, whether they're 15 or three, they need to hear this isn't about you. So sorry, you're, you're having to experience this, the breakup of our family and the conflict and all of that. And it's not about you. Yeah. Yeah, that was not happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was oftentimes not happening. it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, and I think probably more times than not, right? I more times. Yeah. It's it's rare that it happens, but hopefully that's changing as more and more people get into therapy and and become more conscious. So yeah, 
It's, it's, um, I, I guess the point I'm making is that I think this worrying that people like you or worrying whether people are mad at you or not is something that might have sort of been ingrained or, or, uh, com- comes back to something earlier that happens that where you're sort of, you're, you're on an easy footing. So you're always on uneasy footing. Yeah. And I, I think that, and I, and I agree with you. I think that comes up a lot is what, why do I care what people are thinking? Why am I worried about upsetting my boss? Why am I worried my, everyone's mad at me? And I was like, well, you grew up in a world where you were told that you were wrong or bad or were given knew what an was opportunity. Next you never knew or... what was going to happen next. Yeah. And that, yeah. that just, it didn't yeah. feel safe emotionally. And so the interpretation for a kid who is, egocentric at a at starts out right. egocentric believes that it is about them and when yeah. that core story is imprinted right you right. now have a, a an imprint of that story of it is about me and they're not they don't care what i have to say and then as you get older you don't voice your your feelings you you're afraid people don't like you you think you automatically assume you're wrong and because of this early imprint. It's, it's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a bad week. I'm just saying. I've had not the best of weeks. <laughs> sorry, now say sorry, Ronnie. Yeah. I've had a fantastic, fantastic mm. week. While you guys are yeah. suffering, you girls yeah. are going <laughs> down. Girls. Yeah. Horiz- horizontal, having fever dreams with... Um, I didn't know. Also, like when you have like a really bad fever, your all your joints like become sore. But I didn't know this. Mm. I asked my friend. So many things you don't know. We're learning this about you. uh, So many things. I mean, I've learned so much in the past few weeks. But like, I asked my friend who had dengue. Like, um, I don't know if you guys know what dengue is. It's like uh, like malaria. Yeah, like malaria. Um, she had it, and she said that yeah, it's common. Like, you get your 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 joints get sore. So yeah, like everything every, hurts. Honey. Everything hurts. Fever. So like I, my brother would watch me like so get special. up to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and I would literally just like scream just to get up oh my God, because it like honey. so when it getting up was like okay all the joints hurt and then they hurt there's like a lasting burn it's like okay initial pain and then the the numbing pain and then I have like a headache when I get up and I'll just scream and my brother be like are you going to the bathroom <laughs> yep. So your brother's there. really good. He's very um he's 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 loving and sort of nurturing, right? Where yeah. are your parents? Where are your parents? My parents, my parents are in New York right now. They've been gone for a long time. They have. They've been gone for a while. Interesting yeah. when you showed Having up some fun over left. there. I know, We're right? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> It's a little, it's a little I mean, noteworthy. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you've just Dad, gone down. Come on. You've gone downhill since you've arrived in the Philippines. <laughs> I don't feel like this was a positive choice for you. I'll be honest. And it, I mean, I, feel, I didn't think it was going to happen. I mean, also the the cats. There's Ronnie, a lot of what cats. What hasn't happened? What has not happened to you? Right. I don't know. But the wait, worst wait, is the worst, worst is, is gone. Yeah, you say I that. Think so. You say that. We're just well, how much and I are more... on the edge of our seats. I, that's, <laughs> we I mean, don't know. Did we think Let any of this was going to happen? Doug no said to me the other day, "You know, there's locusts heading towards the Philippines." <laughs> I said, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> is he that said, true? I'm kidding. He's just oh, that's okay. the next thing that's going to happen to Ronnie. Is oh, because I was going to say, like, is that a, still a thing? Is locust that still, is still happen? A thing. 
Oh yeah. Locusts, Locusts do exist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I forget, <laughs> Nelsie, is what? while we joke about Ronnie the millennial is that yeah. the, oh, you, I say to you, Ronnie, but also Nelsie, that he's young. Right. Yes. Like he does. yes. So we're always yes. surprised that there are things that you don't know that seem yeah. very obvious to us. And yeah. we've got a couple of years on you. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. don't like don't pour alcohol on your open cut. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. I just like found that. out about that. Yeah, we know. We're the ones that told you. <laughs> it's yeah. like, as if we don't see you every week. Well, it looks like um, that locusts are still around and they the, are headed the right hundreds for you. Of millions of insects have arrived in Kenya where they're destroying farmland. And this was in June of 2020. So locusts still exist and they are coming to you. No, <laughs> they're still yeah. out there, but they're not, they're not on their way to the Philippines. I did Google that. So you're okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to so, conclude yeah. my AMA with at Cyber Cybertooth, maybe C I B E R T two T H. When you're maybe. 20, you think everybody is thinking about you. When you're 40, you think only people close to you are thinking about you. When you're 60, you don't give a beep anymore because you finally realize everyone else has always had more important things to think about besides you. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm. 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 That is, mm. Mm. Good. that is good. Mm. It's so good mm. stuff. <laughs> it's good, except I'm solidly in my sixties, and I'm just not there. I've, like, a, well, I've had a bad week. That's all I can say. All but I can no, say, but that's I interesting, Cal- Nelsie. It's interesting. I mean, it's yeah. a good point, right? Because you, I, sorry, I know you want to tell the California story, but I've hear I've heard a lot of people saying when you hit your fifties, you just don't care. You're solidly in your world. You're solidly in your life, and you've done what you can, and you're doing what you're doing, and it's all good, and you no longer care about external bull bull stuff. Mm-hmm. Bull beep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Bobby. Saving me in editing. <laughs> I love Ronnie's face every time I say that. He's like, wait, what? Um, so so it's interesting to hear that that's not actually true for everybody. Of course not. No, I don't think it is true for everybody because I think it depends on how much, what, what your childhood was like and how much work you've done. And I mean, for me, it's just, um, <laughs> I, know I keep saying this. I'm having a bad week, but which well, Nelsie, to, did you not have a good week? Uh, no, I had a great week. Thanks for asking, Heidi. Oh, yeah, Everything's yeah. coming up roses. <laughs> um, and the thing is, nothing's changed. That's the thing that's freaky. It's not like I didn't, I don't have cat scratch fever. I, you know, the locust didn't arrive. I, you know, so there's some internal thing that's going on that's making me feel sad and hopeless, which is not, not so much fun. And, uh, and so I'm going to go back to therapy. That long and short of it is, I'm looking for a therapist. Although I'm, I'm only talking about looking for a therapist. I haven't actually called anybody yet, but I will, with some help from Heidi. That's it. Which I'm That's not it. doing right here. Delete that. No, no you're not. <laughs> Pineapple. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought about you know here. What if nothing's wrong? Is um, a therapy podcast, a comedy podcast, all of that. So I thought, yeah, it's kind of appropriate to go, you know what? I, I feel like I need a little more help and I'm actually going to seek some help. So um, stay tuned. That's all I got. 
We got you, Nelsie. We got you. Thank you. Thank you, baby. I so appreciate it. So, um, so do we, are we doing a prompt for next week? Oh yeah. What's the prompt? Hey, Hey, Heidi, what's the prompt? What, What prompt do we have for next week? It's about complacency. Oh, so feeling as if you need to be silent in order to make, in order to avoid making waves, right? Mm. The fear of basically making waves to the, to family dynamic is the scariest thing. People say, oh, I can't change this. I can't do something different here because the whole, everything is going to blow up. And I say, yes, things will change. It will be uncomfortable. People will have a reaction and that's okay because you're doing something that takes care of you. You're changing your own dance, your own, your own, you know how we've talked about the dance. So the, I, I, the, a dance more specifically is if your family dynamic is y'all do the disco, right? Y'all dance disco all the mm-hmm. time. And then you mm-hmm. decide to do the tango. Obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine your whole family in the room and you're all doing, you know, disco and you're doing your thing. And then all of a sudden someone's you say, I can't do disco anymore. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the seventies and I'm changing it to tango. And you go to grab someone and they're, they don't know what to do. They're uncomfortable. You need a partner for your tango. And it just, it kind of, everybody's everybody's like, they don't have one of those dresses that are, they don't have a swingy dress on for the, Oh no, that's a different dance. That's salsa. It's not about the outfit. It's not about the outfit. Okay. It's just about the moves. It's the steps. It's about the steps and do they know how to do it and how to the partner and how to just even know what any aspect of it. And so it's really uncomfortable and people are, people in the family are going to react and push back against and feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So I guess the question is, what is the, what's the thing that you want to bring up in your family, but never do, or the thing that you think if you brought it up, would the house of cards would just collapse, you know, or you'd be ostracized or, or, and you don't have to actually say anything. You just change something, right? If, if, if sometimes it's, it could be about alcohol, that there's a drinker in the family and someone who's who drinks a lot and it chain it there's a particular dynamic of enabling that happens in the family and one person finally says i'm not i'm not going to go buy the drink i'm not going to drink even there i'm not going to participate in the drinking they could just change their role a little bit and other people are going to say if you stop if you're the one person that says i'm not going to drink anymore the rest of the family is going to say why aren't you drinking why aren't you drinking don't you want to drink have a drink this is what we do be social <laughs> you know this is get you know have a glass just have a little bit have a taste just a little bit you don't need to get you know you don't have to go crazy but have something and there's the pressure there's that internal pressure so yeah all right external pressure internalized that right? meant within the family dynamic ah, but you're gotcha, right it is gotcha. external pressure but it, they internalized the I think we said what we need to say here <laughs> <laughs> so we're dancing right so we're dancing <laughs> we're dancing and, and Ronnie right. if you were dancing if your family was dancing what would the family dance be um mm. I don't know I don't know. What would the dance be? That's a good one. Oh, I don't if know. your family had just, a dance, what would it how be? How many dances are there? <laughs> like, 
There's a lot of dances. So many dances. There's a lot of dances. Didn't you ever see the show? Yeah. So you think you can dance? Yeah, but dance. can you name dance, like dance. five dances? Bossa Nova. Yeah. Tango. Contemporary. Salsa. Disco. All right. But that was waltz. Jazz. All right. But jazz is not a dance. <laughs> Modern. Yes. Jazz is a dance. <laughs> jazz dance. Ballet. Jazz hands. Tap. Jazz hands. Okay. All right. Fine. Um, keep going. <laughs> Jitterbug. I don't know. I can't answer that question. Did you say waltz already? <laughs> I said waltz. No. Square dance. It's square dance. Square dance. Good. Yeah. Rap. I mean, um, break dance. Uh, beatbox. Beatbox. What? Um, B-boy. What's co- no. What's it called? It's when oh, like break dance. Beatbox. Hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. Thank hip-hop. you. God. And then what's the other one? Basically the same. Like, B-boy. Right. Funk, break dancing, slam dancing. Okay. Oh, so many. Welcome to the dance podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. If you have a particular dance craze or style you want us to talk about, it, email us. The Dougie. At dance at gmail.com. <laughs> the Dougie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, speaking of dances, this is a really bad segue um we had some controversy i stirred up some controversy from right? a few episodes ago from a few episodes ago i think it was yeah, 16 a, episode 16 we had it we had it i stumbled upon a tiktok and it was um a, a father doing very elaborate and very difficult trip tricks with her daughter with his daughter and i per daughter really kidding with her daughter and i had some big feelings about it um we talked about it for a while um and ronnie we showed part of the tiktok and um i and then we used a clip and in the clip i said it's abusive i think it's abusive and i was very definitive about it and 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 he saw it and he responded the dad saw it and responded and what did he say to you, Ronnie? He said something, right? So yeah, so his name is Roland Pollard. Uh, mm-hmm. He DM'd me out of nowhere, saying, um, "Well, he what he said was, I think it was just because you know he has a he has a side. Obviously, he's defending himself. Um, but all he said was, thank you for possessing a sense of rationale.'" And and did he did he say that because of how you responded to to the TikTok to the video? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he listened to the whole episode because I'm in the clip that I put out, which I which was only up for four hours. I took it down because Heidi said it didn't. It was too short. I was working with a minute, so I took it down immediately. But it already made its impact. Um, so I wasn't I even I in the clip, so he listened to the whole episode. Yeah, so, or at least that part. Multiple oh, people go, did. Heidi. I just to be clear in case this is necessary that the clip was about a father doing a gymnastics routine with his daughter and the, the, the TikTok clip that he put out was when the daughter didn't want to do it. And she's probably looks like she's about four or something. And she's saying mm-hmm. she doesn't want to do it. And she's done. She, they'd been practicing or seemingly practicing for a while and she was done and her finger hurt. And he was, strongly encouraging her to do it anyway and push past her pain and she was crying and she really didn't want to do it and then they did it 
she did it anyway because she's a kid and he's the boss. And, um, and we, all three of us had different feelings about how that went down. And Nelsie's was the strongest. Ronnie's was the least strongest and mine was somewhere in the middle. And, uh, but he was reacted. He reacted to you, Nelsie, and sent you a strongly worded message. Yeah. He said, since what makes you an expert on parenting and the, th- and it was my first sort of negative comment and, you know, which will give you an idea of how, you know, how circling back to media. not being, we don't like not being liked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I didn't know who he was and I just responded and it was a pretty catty response. And he said, what, what makes you an expert on parenting? You only have a hundred followers. And I was like, Oh, so that's now, that's now how we decide whether somebody's an expert on something, how many followers they are. Anyway, my response was, as I said to Heidi, when we talked about it, my, my seventh grader would have been really proud of me because it was really like, oh yeah, well, but, but, but. And then when I discovered who he was, I felt really bad because, um, he was no longer just a guy on TikTok. He was a person and, and a father and, um, he felt attacked and my intention was not to attack him. Uh, and looking back, I realized that part of the reason I had such a strong reaction to it is that I had a very manipulative father and a very, um, charismatic and seductive father and who didn't really care about my feelings. And so, uh, that's what I was witnessing. And I'm not saying that's who this guy is at all. Um, so I guess what I would like to say to him is that um, I I know I'm responding to this one little clip that you gave out and that I don't know you as a person. And I know your daughter loves you and I know you love her like crazy. That's really clear right in, right in the TikTok. Um, and my language was really strong. And I do think that it's important that you listen to your daughter and that maybe it's okay when she says she's done, you know, she's, that's, those are my thoughts. And I don't, I only know this little tiny sliver of your life with her. And so I apologize if it sounded judgmental because it was pretty judgmental. But also you're reacting to the thing that somebody's putting on social media. It's not as if you yeah. walked by their backyard and saw something that's happening. And even if you had, you're still allowed to have your opinion about it. I, I think I, how I understood too, Nelsie, was part of what you wanted to address too, is just how you responded or reacted to him in on the in your private messaging. That it that that's, yeah, it you didn't realize it was smarty. him and you didn't want to respond um, from a seventh grade voice that you right, wanted to, exactly. to, and if exactly. you had realized who he was before you re- you had reacted, you would have responded differently rather than reacted. I would have responded differently. I would have responded differently. And I might've even said, you know, let's have a conversation about it because, um, can I just also throw in know. that this doesn't change your, and I know you just mentioned this, but it doesn't change your perspective on that when you're working, yeah, what you saw, which is that this small child was crying and saying she didn't want to do that routine anymore and that her finger hurt. And given that the routine had a, actually seemed to put pressure on her hand, that it's... No, he said, he said, your fingers hurt. Well, then we'll take you to the doctor. And she's like, no. Well, then let's go again. 
So he asked, but also, are you going to be a baby? Are you going to cry like a baby? So there were, there was language that you were reacting to that. I just, let's not invalidate. I don't want to invalidate or take away how you felt about it. Yes. He's a dad and yes, he's a human and yes, all of that. And yes, you can have a conversation with someone, close your mouth. And I still (laughs) think what he did was abusive. I do still think what he did was abusive. And maybe that's a strong word, but. That's your choice. um, That's your choice. And that's that's not, you don't have to change your perspective on that clip. That doesn't mean that he's an abusive dad. It doesn't mean anything other than you reacting and responding to your perspective on this two minute clip that he posted. That he posted. And, and you said there were other people who responded with, in not appreciation. With similar, yes, with 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 concern about whether he was listening to her, and with concern about his about what he was doing. We're the only ones that I know of that had a podcast about it. That you know spoke about it on our podcast. We so, have no uh, idea. It got some traction. It got some traction. Yeah, Ron, and Ronnie, what are your thoughts? Ronnie's like, I don't want to rock the boat. He gave me props. <laughs> He gave me props. I was on a hockey team as a kid. Um, Pat, your hockey team story. (laughs) That I would just, I I would just tell that story again, just because. Well, then, well, I wouldn't say it again, but you heard the story, right? But basically, everybody heard the story. I right. I I see both sides of of what's going on. Why is the hockey story actually connected to this moment? Well, I wish I had someone that told me not to give up. Mm, I mean, with all all due respect, that's different because you gave up because you thought you hurt somebody. And from our vantage point, right? Is this a story we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. From our vantage point, I'll speak for myself, from my vantage point, as a kid, I would, I would like my kid to talk to me and say, this is what happened at hockey practice today or in the hockey game. And I feel terrible about it. And I'm, uh, I might've maimed this kid for life, la, la, la. And me respond to that and help you navigate, figure going to find out what happened with this kid, maybe apologizing if that was what was needed, which maybe not because you're in the game and it happened. It was an accident, but helping you process it and not just leave, but you didn't talk to anybody about it. Right. So there was, and I find it surprising. I don't understand. We all talked about this, right? I don't understand how your parents didn't say, what do you mean? You were loving hockey and you had this one bad day. Why are you bailing? And we we also, Nelsie and I, we all- But I think they did say that. And Ronnie just said, I I changed my mind. I don't like it. And and I think what it goes back to is how do we create an environment in our family where kids are going to share their stuff with us. And maybe even though you think you've created that environment, maybe you have the kid, your child is just less communicative or more likely to just hold stuff in. I don't know. I mean, yeah, in a perfect world, we want our kids to be able to come to us and say, you know, this thing, this thing happened. It's hockey practice and I really am liking it, but I don't know if I can go back. I feel horrible, you know? Um, Why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you talk to your parents about what happened? Um, Do you remember? I'll try. I mean, I was really young, right? Yeah. I was like maybe 10, right? Mm -hmm. And thinking about it, 
I didn't want that to be the reason that I quit. Like I didn't want to confront something. I'd rather you just avoided. avoid it. Yeah. So this is consistent with our friend yeah. Ronnie. Okay. So mm-hmm. I didn't go. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going to say something else. So I just go. did the same thing. Because you knew that yeah. if you, well, not maybe you knew, maybe you suspected un, even subconsciously Worried. that if you told your parents about it, that you couldn't avoid it. Well, I would have to confront the kid. Right. That I heard. Or yeah. that was your fear. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. just see, even yeah. just seeing him in practice the next time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Something smells like it's on fire over yeah. here. I just, I'm going to say that. So if I <laughs> go running from That's this room. You smell <laughs> toast. <laughs> Toast or toes? You smell toast. toast. <laughs> no. could I smell be, burning I don't toes. know what it is. I don't. Um, there shouldn't be any toast in here. Okay, sorry. Yeah, and, and I do want to circling back to um, to our friend. Um, I um, I was so surprised that anybody was listening. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh my god, because it feels so intimate when we do this, when the three of us do this. I mean, I know I'm, I'm all, I am talking to some phantom listeners, but it feels so intimate when we do this, that, um, it's like, I forget, oh my gosh, people are listening and I'm saying something, you know, I I think even at the time, Heidi, you might've said, well, that's pretty strong language or something like that. And I think I doubled down because, um, just saying the the guy in the middle didn't get a message from Roland. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> or whatever i'm not suggesting roland i don't need a message <laughs> i'm not asking yeah. for one yeah yeah he did ask me what makes you a special uh an expert on parenting and i you know i did say i have two healthy happy adult children and i and i don't think i'm an expert i know that i screwed up you know that i didn't do it perfectly but i was conscious um, let's get them hopefully. on the show. Let's see what they have to say. <laughs> well, you know, I went to California and saw Raina and had such a good time. And I had so many people, friends of mine that got to see Raina and I hanging out together. And they were like, she really likes you. She seems <laughs> to really like you. You really must have done something right. And so I was like, maybe I did. Yeah. And she does like me and I like her and we really love spending time together. And it was just it was magical. Sweet. California was magical. That's sweet. So, yeah. So then I came home and decided I had to go back into therapy. I don't know. Doesn't it was make so sense magical. Me, I'm in a deep depression. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> and when we're done with this, I'm going to crawl back in bed. Okay, Ronnie, do you have a TikTok? <laughs> I do. A box of Kleenex. <laughs> of course. Given. And some Oreos. <laughs> Great. Go, it's not go, what we're go, teaching. Ronnie, don't do this at got? home. <laughs> no no do not do this at home um yeah i got a tiktok i i don't this is a little bit different from the past tiktoks i've shown but basically this tiktok is blown up like a lot like crazy amounts oh, for different reasons love that and uh i don't know I, all i can all i want to say is setup. all i want to say is this is a freestyle rap all right that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm already I'm already intrigued and frightened. All right. All at the same I mean, time. You, someone has to describe uh, what these people look like. Cause that's I think you really should describe it, Ronnie. You, you want me to? No, no, it's, it's, no you guys have to. No, no. It's just going, what? Describe what they look like. 
Why don't you describe what okay. they look like? It's okay. two guys in a pool. That's that I could say that, but like here, what do these guys look like to you? Oh wow. Okay. I they're can't see them very quite, well. They're both quite slim. They have a lot of body tattoos. They've got some wild hair going on. Amazing. They look like they might be um mixed race um in terms of beautiful beautiful colored skin one of them has they have like sticking out dreads maybe no idea what that is one guy's can you make it bigger oh wait the other guys are white all right you don't know just stop describing it go on (laughs) (laughs) now you're making some assumptions I don't know what to say. <laughs> Are they island boys? From Florida. They're from Florida. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah. You got nothing. Do you have a better TikTok? I don't know. Why did it? Why did it blow up? That's what I don't know. Because it's so strange. boy. <laughs> I put my vest on. Because uh, mask on. I thought it was vest on. I don't. That's what I. You, got, you guys understood words from that. I'm an island boy. Island boy. I put, put my vest, vest on. on. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the top. Yeah, <laughs> they said. I think they said. I'm a Florida boy. I heard that. So oh, I'm a Florida that. boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, so good. I don't don't know. It's really important part of our podcast. (laughs) It blew up because um, that's freestyle, I guess. That's freestyle these days. Oh, if that's freestyle, I'm I'm gonna start freestyling. Don't, Nelsie, don't. (laughs) They did nothing. Yeah, I'm a New Jersey gal. Okay, all right, no, that's horrible. <laughs> Cut that out. Cut that out. Cut it out. I'm begging you. Gotta catch you though. I'm, I'm an island boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is one of the. And look, more power to them. They're happy. They're being true. I'm a Jersey girl. <laughs> you do with anything, really. We I got my lipstick on. <laughs> I'm gonna walk my dog. I'm a Jersey girl. <laughs> <coughs> oh man, you, that's amazing. Yeah. I don't know. So, 
now do they are they have endorsements now? I mean, what? I'm sure. I'm sure they're on their way. I'm sure they're on their way. Yeah, totally. They're on their way to the top. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're gonna get an overall deal at Netflix. Yeah, yeah. It's Island boys. Okay. Yeah, island boys. <laughs> Give us first. Do you know anything about these two? Uh, this was the clip that made them famous like two weeks ago. And uh, I mean, and everyone went as them for Halloween. <laughs> A bunch of people went as them for Halloween. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my goodness! Is that crazy? So I, ha- I have a- I have a little Halloween story because uh, we have a little more time left. Uh, we didn't. We forgot to get candy, right? Was there Halloween happening? Come, like Halloween happened. On the thirty first of October, but people are As going out. Every year. Slept right through it. Every but people year, yeah. are going every year, Ronnie. But people went and like got candy because last year that didn't happen. Right. That's right. Yeah, it didn't COVID's really over. With the pandemic, you didn't get so. the memo. Yeah, not it didn't happen here. <laughs> no candy no, here. It didn't happen in candy. Yeah. yeah, COVID is not over in the Philippines. So uh, it's four o'clock, and Doug says to me, "Do you think I should go get candy?" I'm like, "Yeah, I think you should." Right. Two seconds later, Callie starts barking and there's a child on the front porch in a costume. And Doug and I look at each other in fear. We have nothing. I'm like, give him a protein bar. (laughs) So we gave this poor girl in her cute little devil costume a a vegan protein bar. Why don't you just not answer the door? For Halloween's. (laughs) <laughs> she saw us. They saw us inside. <laughs> they saw us, and they were like, "Shit!" I think you should have just hid. <laughs> you know, I think you should have just like, hid. Yeah, like she could watch Thanks. you running behind the couch and hiding behind the couch. Uh, I just and you know I'm going to run into her in the neighborhood while I'm walking the and dog. She's going to go like this. She's just going to go. Yeah. yeah, that's the bitch I know with you. The vegan protein bar. <laughs> I saw someone giving away like top ramen noodles, like. <laughs> What? Yeah, like on, someone was like giving top ramen. I don't know why. Well, because probably they didn't go to the store yeah. like us. Well, you went to the, the day of Halloween. You went to buy ice cream. I mean, ice cream. I went to buy, I went to buy a candy. Ice cream, that'd be something. <laughs> here's yeah. a scoop. Yeah. Oh, here's an ice cream cone. Here's an ice cream cone. <laughs> Open your bag. Open your bag. Scoop. <laughs> Has sugar in it. <laughs> I went trick or treating with the kids that had two buckets with them each. And so because wow. and what? their parents said, why? "Why are you? Why do you have two buckets?" And I said, "I mean, I didn't say anything." I first said, "Why do you have two buckets?" And then mom said, "Why do you have two buckets?" And then they said, "Because our can't we get so much candy? I need another bucket." And it was <laughs> true. Their bucket filled up so fast wow. that they had to move on to the other one. Wow. Why don't Why don't they just wow. wear backpacks? You know. Excellent point. I, I thought we should have like just buckets. a it wheelbarrow. Was, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like a big garbage thing on wheel, like a big garbage container on wheels and just roll yeah. it down. Just dump it in here. Yeah. Toss it in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. What did Leon go as? <sighs> um Woody with a trident. With a trident. Nice. Crossover. So <laughs> yeah. The so devil. It's, the it's devil Toy Story with, 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 a, with a twist. Toy Story with a nod to Little Mermaid. Right? I don't I'm know the Little Mermaid that well, but I don't know the Little Mermaid. There's a trident. It's under the sea. Isn't the, tr- isn't the trident? Yeah, isn't the trident. His father has a trident. The devil. Oh. The devil has a pitchfork. Yeah, it has a pitchfork. Pitch the trident is, is uh, underwater. 
That's the difference. Is it? Who's who's the famous water god? Poseidon. Oh God, Poseidon. Oh my God. When or, remember earlier Poseidon when I said Ronnie doesn't know anything, he knows things. Well, I've seen no, Little Ronnie, Mermaid. You know yeah, so uh-huh, that's yeah. hilarious. I was Ronnie giving knows, you props, so you Ronnie's, just took it back. <laughs> Ronnie's knowledge of 1970s um, R and B and rock and roll is phenomenal. And Little Mermaid. It's phenomenal. <laughs> And Little Mermaid, but that's to be expected. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Who hasn't yeah. seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't... Yeah. Are you looking at Pam <laughs> versus Pitchfork? Bam. I think a trident isn't flat. Is what? Trident is... has. Oh, look. It looks like it is... It is. That it could be for a the devil. devil. pitchfork, right. I have to tell you... Gold Mermaid. It's ISG trident Devil means. Trident. Right there. Oh, it's the same thing. Your faces. Why do they have that? You know what? Fine. He's Woody slash Poseidon. Call him what you want. Or is Woody the devil? What's better? What would you rather? He he took someone else's trident or pitchfork, whatever. Uh Pronged apparati and was walking around with it. Oh, before that, he was SWAT. I didn't like that so much, but he was a he, Thursday. That's pretty cool. Thursday, Friday he was a SWAT, what? SWAT, SWAT team, like a SWAT cop, cop. Oh copper. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, was he like yelling at people. <laughs> he loves to put people Did in he jail. Have a SWAT jacket on. Um, he does have a he has a SWAT jacket on, but then underneath <laughs> the SWAT jacket, he put on jail. a button down, puts on a button down shirt and a tie. And so I said, yeah. I don't think that's what yeah. they wear under. As if I have any idea, I don't think that's what they wear. I think they have like t-shirts underneath. And then on Saturday, we were at some a friend of his's place, and we went trick or treating in on their main street. And there were some police officers there so we went and asked them some really important <laughs> questions some deep questions like what do you what wear under your uniform that sounds terrible uh, yeah it does said they it wear does. a t-shirt you know wears whatever he wants they don't care but leon maybe said let's maybe move it leon long. was like a detective and they ran out of swat right so he just put yes. the swat on because he was he is a trained for that. SWAT. He is. You're right. He is definitely part mm-hmm. detective. There's layers. SWAT, Literally. Pot. pot yeah. Part police yeah. officer. <laughs> he is. No, he's definitely a detective. And it, and and he said, "No, I'm going in." And they're like, "But you're a detective." He's like, "I don't care. I'm we need more. I'm wearing Whatever. a SWAT so shirt. We- you don't know who I am." Also, <laughs> that's what he said. SWAT shirt. <laughs> Also says SWAT on the back. Um, He wanted when we were buying this costume, which we we went in to get a pilot outfit, which I felt better about. And then he immediately saw the SWAT and changed his mind. And I wasn't feeling so good about that. And then I was trying to join him for a minute in his costume, which I'm not a huge... I'm not even you want a to be another SWAT. No, I offered to be his prisoner, and because there was a prisoner <laughs> outfit, and then as I'm taking this outfit off the the rack, I uh-huh. was instantly Changed plagued with not, not good feelings. You're, I don't know how you're to, a prisoner. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that, and and also he wanted to get ball and. Uh, Ball and shackles, chain. not ball and chain, shackles. Shackles. So all of it shackles. was just was terrible. It was just terrible. And I know that he supposed to be his parent. 
Right. I mean, I did stop. I, I did not get the prisoner outfit because I couldn't I couldn't get down with that. I just yeah. I don't like what it stands for. I'm not a big prison person. I'm not a I don't know. Like, You're not a big I'm not a big person. person. I, person. I don't believe in you. that all so, so much. And so I was having a I was having a moral issue. And and then I'm fighting with myself saying, but it's Halloween. It's not about that. Let it be blah, 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 blah. But you should I have been the captain. They didn't have the pilot outfit, which is also that didn't happen. Or captain of the force, no, meaning the captain, captain of the force. The oh, he would never have allowed right. that. He's like, ah, he'd be. I'm the captain. <laughs> oh, that, he yeah. would never allowed, allowed that. That's correct. That. He wouldn't allow for me to be his superior. Are you yeah, kidding? True. Come on. Or a SWAT truck driver. He'd have been that. Someone has to drive it. Things it did not. So I someone's got to drive it. You're right. Next next year, oh, hopefully, I can yeah. be his driver. Oh wait, I am yeah, his driver. I should have gotten a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was rough, rough going. But so he does like to put people in jail. I don't yeah. know what that's about, but he goes up to men specifically, not women. I just I don't really? know what that's about. Ah. But he goes up to men, other fathers okay. that he sees in in the park, uh-huh. and he says, uh-huh. "I'm going to put you in jail." And they Does say, he evidence? <laughs> "Does he? Does he need it?" They say, "Why?" And he says, "Because I said so." Which is oh, kind of wow. like how our because system works. So, so he's <laughs> right in there. He's got this. It's just like a- <laughs> <laughs> he knows how we're, how we how we run. It's yeah, a commentary yeah. on our oh society. Exactly. Yes. Oh, and you know, we're wow. always making commentaries yes, he is on our society. Ironic and deep. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. Every yes. year. Every year. Every something, year. Something like that. Oh, Last year right. he was a cop, so, not just SWAT, just a cop. Straight just up. Just a cop. Wow. He's got the cop with you know, PTSD. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's his costume. Yeah. That's funny. That's not funny, but funny. No. <laughs> a cop is just mumbling to himself. <laughs> oh my God. If he only really knew more about oh, it. Okay. <laughs> Mm, if you yeah, knew what right? was going on out there. So, um, that's it. Love you. Bye. <laughs> that's, that's it. Well, you know, love you. Bye. And, uh, let, let just end with a question. Um, what if nothing's wrong? Nothing's wrong. What if nothing's wrong? When your auntie's father doesn't recognize you. When you're spooning with a stranger and they won't let you kiss them, find your joy. When your house reeks of weed and your kids hallucinating, find your joy. Find your joy. When you're sick, your dick and scampy, when your dog likes jiffy, find your joy. You've been listening to the What If Nothing's Wrong podcast with Heidi Haddad, LCSW, Nelsie Spencer, that's me, and Ronnie Whaley. Tweet us and join Heidi's weekly AMAs on Twitter at Heidi L. Haddad or tweet the What If Nothing's Wrong podcast at WINWPod. That's at WINWPod on Twitter. You can also email us at whatifnothingswrong at gmail.com. The What If Nothing's Wrong podcast is produced and edited by... The amazing Ronnie Whaley. <laughs>